Are you doing this work to facilitate growth or to become famous? Which is more important? I fuck with what y'all got going on and what y'all represent. You know what I'm saying? We want people to leave greater than they came. We want people to leave with an aha moment. Because black people don't like going to therapy. Right. Y'all made therapy cool. Yeah. And you got an elder on social media talking about relationships. Like, that's not something we see all the time in it. The concept of it, you know what I'm saying, basically address a lot of issues that, you know what I'm saying, our community got. Toxic traits, you know what I'm saying, past trauma. And it ain't shoved down your throat in a, in a you know, politically correct way. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of scrolling. If I could go to Shade Room, I could go to Full Circle TV. You know everything come full circle. I just so love watch it come full circle. And I can never let the bad vibes inside my circle, no. Welcome back to another episode of Relationship Goals, the podcast, where our goal is to encourage our listeners to do the work, be able to have those hard conversations, and cultivate healthier relationships. Relationship Goals, the series, is a series created by Full Circle Television, featuring people in romantic, familial, and platonic relationships, opening up about the joys and tests of their relationships as they navigate through life. This week, Rachel, Angie, and Jazz sit down and talk about the support and values they receive from their parents. Whether your parents were your best friends or if you barely knew them, our relationships with our mom and dad impact our lives today. I called and my mom picked up the phone. My mom picked up the phone. And then I talked to her for a little bit trying to, you know, have a good conversation. She said, why do you say inmate when you call? snuck off and got a tattoo with this little boy name on it that she thought she was in love with. She hid it for a while, but how did I find out? Gina told you. I said, what? Naughty snitched on me to her mama. And so my sister I said, what? But she put it on the back so I could never see it down low. I said, you name it, I called it. I'm not going to call them names right now. I said, but what did I tell you about putting, I don't like tattoos anyway, but to put a boy name on your body, how you know that y'all going to be together? First of all, if you want a name on your body, put your own name on your body. I was think I was mad for, ooh. Like, almost six months. Ooh, Lord, Every time she thought about it, I got a whooping. I swear, she every sure did. Every time she thought about it, I got a whooping. <laughs> Or I got cussed out. She'd be in the middle, middle of the conversation, be like, "You dumb." I'd be like, "Dude, I thought we was over this. I had, I did my time, man. I did my time." Uh, uh-uh. that ooh, that hurt my feelings. That hurt my heart. But she was like, "It's your first tattoo, and you gonna get, you gonna get a man name. You gonna get a, the N word." She's like, "You ain't even gonna be with him. This ain't real love." Mm-mm. 
yes. But that might be the only thing she did out the way that really, really pissed me off. But now you can laugh about it. I'm laughing about it because it's not there anymore. <laughs> that's why I'm laughing about it. And he's not there anymore. <laughs> uh-huh. That's what I'm talking about. Mm. You did a lot of crazy stuff. <laughs> One time she told me to wash the dishes um, before her and my daddy get back from wherever they were going. They was probably going to Casper's the bar. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, once she left, I'm done. Like, I am tired. Like, I'm not about to wash these dishes. Like, she just gonna have to wait till tomorrow. Like, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> so I went to sleep, you know, had on my long johns. I had took a bath, so I ain't had no panties on or nothing to put <laughs> So she come to the house like 1, 2 in the morning. She come to the house. She come wake me up. And it's a, a school night. So I'm thinking that she not going to wake me up. That's what my process was when I lay down. Like, she ain't going to wake me up. I got school tomorrow. Man. She walked in the house. She tapped me. She said, didn't I tell you to wash some dishes? I said, yeah, but I got tired. It was just, I was just tired. She was like, it took her two seconds. She turned around and grabbed the bell. She said, and your tired is going to wake up right now. And you're going to watch. When I tell y'all she beat me all the way to the kitchen and I had to walk downstairs, I was getting beat the whole way. And let me tell you, my mama did the same thing. We could not go to go to sleep and leave it in the kitchen. Listen. Oh, from the boys to the girls. New Lordy. And I had took a fresh bath. I didn't have on no pennies, so y'all know every belt that hit me was like, I was like, I took a bath. She was like, I don't care. If you don't clean my kitchen. Listen, it was it's funny now. But back then, I wanted to call the police on her. <laughs> and what did I say? You called him. I got them on speed down. And when you called him, and they come here, after I get out of jail, I'm going to come back again. And my dishes still better be washed. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny now. But then, no, uh, it wasn't funny. No, it wasn't. It then wasn't. one day she took, uh, it was my birthday. It's my 12th birthday. And she took me to Red Lobster. And she told the man to make me a virgin daiquiri. But I, he gave me one with liquor in it. And I was just drinking and drinking. I was only like 12. So we didn't know that it was had liquor in it. So I had drunk it. We had ate our food. You know, that's when Red Lobster was nice. Yeah, yeah. So then we get home, and I'm getting out the car, and I'm like, I don't feel good. Like, I don't feel right. And then my dad like, walk, walk in a straight line. Walk in a straight line. So I was trying to walk in a straight line. I couldn't. He said, you done got the girl drunk. You done got the girl drunk. <laughs> I didn't know they had liquor in it. I drunk that whole thing. So, you know, Red Lobsters be big. <laughs> Listen, it be big. And she just sit there and let me drink the whole thing. I was so drunk. I was done. I was done. Yeah. That was funny, though. That was Because Daddy was really mad at you. My husband was mad at me. He was, he was like, like, you, you got to How you don't know when it's liquor and something? You, you, you own a bar. You can't smell the liquor. You can't smell it. No. I'm like, I'm like, Daddy, they said it was a version. That's what I ordered. And ordered me one. But I think they gave you the version. I think. <laughs> I believe that now. Because you were sober. <laughs> I believe that now. Yeah, yeah, they got it. <laughs> he told me. I told him I was coming home for fall break. Because uh, I really wanted to see everybody. And I, I had my car down there. And he said, okay, who you coming with? And it was a girl who was from Memphis as well. I mean, from Milwaukee as well, who attended the University of Memphis. So last, she was supposed to come with me last minute. Mm-hmm. She changed her mind. So I had already set my mind on I was coming. So he was just like, well, make sure you're just not coming by yourself. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'm not. 
And then when she changed her mind, I came up myself and I thought I was going to make the great escape. Mm -hmm. She couldn't tell that tale. <laughs> so, he was like, so my dad was like, so I called him. I had got, finally got to the cell. I called him. I said, Dad. No, I called and my mom picked up the phone. My mom picked up the phone. And then I talked to her for a little bit, trying to, you know, have a good conversation. She said, why do you say inmate when you call? <laughs> and then I was like, funny story. She was like, let me go get your daddy. <laughs> and then he got on the phone and I said, I got arrested. And he was bad. He was like, why did they arrest you? This and that. And then I told him. And then he was like, well, they could have let the girl you, you roll with John. Where's she at? And then I was like, huh? <laughs> he said, that's what your mm. bloop get. Ooh, let me tell you. It was Rivers Flash, right? Who child? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Girl, I was. Jazz is supposed to be at work. I believe we're on a punishment. Yeah, you see how she's swallowing shit down? She was supposed to be on a punishment, I believe. Jasmine left out the house going to work. Jasmine worked at Target. Was you working at Target? I was at Target. Working at Target. She was supposed to go to work. And so Jasmine left. And see, we was all going to River Splash. And I was actually going to take her to River Splash. But she, I wanted to go with my friends. No, listen. She went with... I'm looking for this girl. Like, it'd be 1130 at night. She is not home. I done got nervous. I'm calling. I'm calling. I'm looking on the bus schedule to see where the bus is at. Everything. She out with some dude. And I think we got to a fight, didn't we? We did fight. Oh, I was so mad. Yo, listen. I, I was had, so I had my change of clothes back. And we had a treehouse, a treehouse swing set in the back. Now I'm learning some new stuff right now. <laughs> Girl, no, because you was like, where you, how you how you end up changing clothes? You wear that uniform. You knew I she knew I wasn't going out in no uniforms. That's a kick it. What? Girl, I had these clothes in that bag. So I put that bag in a treehouse. And I put that uniform back on. Girl, and I walked in the house and she slept the fuck out of me. Okay, I Listen. was so child. Fucking Listen, they called the job and everything. I got in the house. She was like, "Your job said you called in at two fifty-seven. Girl, don't worry. <laughs> I was driving. I was seventeen. Walking. I asked her. I said, "Can I go to River Splash with punishment. Jessica?" She was like, "You wasn't with Jessica, but that's who I did go with." You she was with the, boy. the guy because he brought me home. He was eighteen. He had a car, and I called him, and he told me the truth. So, so, can I go to River Splash? She said, "No, don't you got to go to work?" Okay, but why I can't call in? All I do is go to school and go to work. No, that's a lie. She said no. I said okay. I was I gonna went to take work. Her, I was gonna take they her. They picked me up from Target. I was gonna take her out. And we went out, no. kicking it all day, all night. I got home and like, and then it was before my curfew now. Hold up, but then my ex, they was shooting at River Flags. My ex was a cop. My ex saw her ass at River Flags. This was probably the last River Splash they had because they were shooting and y'all was in a garage yeah, or something. <laughs> and the thing, the thing was, see, that was the thing. It's always the kids that don't fit be the ones that get hurt. I mean, I don't want to bury no child. And the thing okay, was, I was going to take her ass. But every time that. I asked to do something or go somewhere, the answer was always no. She learned. So, at this point, I'm sick of it being no, and I'm going to go. She's lying. See, Jasmine, wanna, and to this day, she's the same way. Girl, if you having a party, I'm having a party, he having a party. And she going at everybody party. Everybody party. Sit your ass down. No. Sit down. Um, 
things that she instilled in me. Um, Mama made me a strong woman all around. Like, you know, I I can bend, but I don't break. And I and I mean it. I know that probably sounds like, you know, cliche or whatever. But in real life, um, I, I endure a lot of stuff on a daily basis that I'm able to still stay grounded and stay positive and, you know, deal with those challenges with just me um, and my husband most of the time. Like... It's even stuff sometimes I don't even open up to him until, I, until I'm ready to. Um, she made me somebody who just understands, like, you know, that's life. It's curveballs. You're going to fall. It's going to be days you're going to be broke. It's going to be days you got money. Um, I don't know. She made, she made me want to challenge myself right. and hustle harder. Like, in, in my house, like, one thing my dad used to always say is, especially when you graduated from high school, you either going to get up and go to work. Or you're going to go to school. But what you're not going to do is sit in my house all day. When I hit the floor, you going to hit the floor. I don't care. Like, on Saturdays, when my kids think they're going to sleep in, get up. I don't care what you got to do today. You're going to find something to do. It, I can find you something to do, for sure. But what you're not going to do is lay in this bed and sleep all day, and I'm the one that worked all week. Oh, no, we all going to get up. We a family, That's okay? Dad get up. He would wake up Saturday I be trying to sleep, blast the music, open up the windows, and like everybody in this yes. house, get up. The boys had to get up, wash the cars, uh, shovel the snow, uh, cut the grass. Was nobody sleeping in on Saturday and Sunday. I don't care how tired you was. Seven o'clock, he got the music going. You be like... She taught oh, me. Oh my lord! She taught me that being tired is an excuse. Um, a laziness. Yeah, uh, my mom worked. Um, after my daddy retired, my mom still worked at Potawatomi for another 15, 16 years, and she she is in her sixties now, and she still was working. She worked at Diamonds. She she worked. She was working Potawatomi full time, Diamonds part time. Um, and she just taught me, like, you know, there's nobody going to give it to you. You have to get it you, yourself. You got to do it yourself, you know. Um, it's no excuse. You know, she has arthritis in her spinal cord, and she was still going to work every day. Um, they, I can't sleep past 6 o'clock right now today. I don't know who wants to lay in the bed. Because if you lay in the bed, the bed going to grow to you. There's no way I'm going to lay in the bed after 6 o'clock, and I don't have anything to do. I've been retired since 2010, but I get up, even if I go to her house and cook a full course meal. My, go my meals home. be done no later than 10 a.m., I promise y'all. Yeah. I promise. I, have a, I just have to do something, you know. But as far as a job, they can take that. I'm not going, I, I'll get up and find something to do. If I got to get on my knees and do the floor, I'm, I'm not doing nobody's job, but I cannot lay in the bed either. You know, but force myself, I can't lay in the bed. Those things that she taught me, so, you know, I am a workaholic when it comes to stuff like... You and my son-in-law. Um, and she gets mad at me for it, but she put that in me. Like, I don't I don't like being without stuff that I like. So, for me, like, right now I'm in a sacrificing stage because I'm in school. And but, it's oh. one of the hardest things I have ever done, okay? I don't know how people want stuff and cannot get it. It's still but, hard work. Um, for sure. I think that's one of the biggest things, um, independent, like teaching me how to be independent. Um, 
he still was trying to <clears throat> instill like the entrepreneur as entrepreneurship aspect of it, um, which I'll get around to. I feel like our family is full of entrepreneurs. Um, love. <laughs> yeah, love or whatever. I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. He definitely still loves to be uh, uh, just doing the right thing, like fairness. Like I feel like I always, well, not always, but pretty much I understood his logic as far as like how to treat people and uh, giving the same thing that you would expect in return. She she definitely taught me how to be happy, I would say. You, like, it's all going to be okay. No matter what, God it's going to be okay. You've got to have faith. She definitely instilled in me that at the end of the day, when it comes to my child, that's my child. Everybody is going to have their opinions and everybody's always going to talk no matter what, whether it's good or bad. You still do what you do for you and yours. So, I'm like, you know, I live life by a lot of things that I was brought up on. The magic happening. Got a feeling it's great and I'm loving it. Hey, we got the magic happening. Everything. Just, I, I'm truly blessed to have adopted someone that has truly, you know, my heart. Like, I love her. I, I can't even, I love her as if I gave birth to her. Relationship Goals, the podcast, is a full circle television production. Relationship Goals, the podcast, was recorded in Everyday Media Studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Our audio engineer is Dooch, and our executive producers are Marcus and Kayla Lewis-Allen. Don't forget, if you're only listening to the podcast, there's so much more to see on FullCircleTelevision.com. Log on to experience Relationship Goals, the series, in a whole new way. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Full Circle Television. Peace, y'all.